kingdom of heaven. Now that means that simple faith, simple belief in what God tells us. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as a little child, the same as the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whosoever shall receive one of these little children in my receipt, in, I'm sorry, who shall receive one such little child in my name receiveth me. Verse 6. But who shall, whoso shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hung about his neck and that he were drowned in the depth of the sea. Now I know we've heard that verse over and over. But that offend there, that means to cause them to stumble. If you cause one of these to stumble, how do you do that? By telling them a lie? How do you, do, how do you offend one of these little ones? By, by uh, saying, well, you can go ahead and believe what you want to believe? To me, that's an offense. Because they can't go ahead and believe what they want to believe and expect to get to heaven. That's the word of God. That's what it says. So by not telling them the gospel is an offense. Now again, Peter, we're going to go back into 16, 13, Matthew 16. Let's go there first. Matthew 16, 21. Matthew 16, 21. Now, you guys have heard this story over and over and over, okay? But listen, I just want to remind you of this. Listen to what all the things that surround these circumstances. This is what got me to thinking about this. From that time forth, Matthew 16, 21, from that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go into Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and the chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised again the third day. Then Peter took him and began to rebuke him, saying, Be it far from thee, Lord, this shall not be unto thee. And he turned unto Peter, and he turned and said unto Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan, thou art an offense to me, unto me, for thou savorest not the things that be of God, but those that be of men. Now, I think it's uh, John 8 says the same kind of thing. Let's go back there to look in John 8. John 18. John 18, second verse. And that's when, okay, I want to, I'm, I'm, put your finger there and we'll come back to that. But he also said in, uh, in, in Matthew 18, that's where we were. That, that, it, now, I'm, I'm a little distracted here because I don't want to get ahead of myself. But what does John 16 say? John 16, 21. Yeah, that's the same thing. And then in 13. In 13, that's, that's where I wanted to go was in, in Matthew 13 because it tells about when Jesus was in his hometown and his brothers and sisters were offended. And there were many there in, in his hometown of Nazareth that, that wouldn't, wouldn't listen to him. And they were offended in him in uh, Matthew 13, 57. Up in 56, it says, And his sisters, 
Are they not all with us? Whence, they, whence then has this man all these things? So in other words, they, they knew him and they knew his family and everything, and they were offended in him. And Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, save in his own country and his own house. 58 is the verse. Matthew 13, 58. And he did not many things, he did not many mighty works because of their unbelief. He did not many mighty works there because of their unbelief. So when we're offended, when we do that stuff, it has to do with our unbelief. It has to do with our attitude. It has to do with all of those things. Now remember, remember Peter. Jesus told him, we're going to do all these things. You remember the story. I'm going to show you the verses. You remember how Peter went in and he told him. He said, even though everybody else leaves you, Lord, I'll, I'll, I'm going to stay there and protect you. And Jesus told him. Don't want that. I don't want you to do that. Pay attention to me. Get thee behind me. You'll offend me. That's against, the, that's against the gospel. What did Peter do? He said, don't make any difference. I'm going to help, and I'm not going to allow you to do that because I don't want you, I don't want you going and getting killed. And Jesus said, don't do that. And remember, Peter walked with our Lord for three years. This is getting towards the end, okay? And he's already done, he's, he's seen him do things. Can you imagine following Jesus, being on earth with him and see him heal and see him talk to the, to the multitudes, blessed as the peacemaker, the Beatitudes, all the, all the different things that we've seen and studied and, and, and read in our Bibles. Peter was there. And he kept, and Jesus told him twice, if you'll look in Matthew, and that's where I, I, get, to, I get to going back and forth, and he told him, these things are going to happen. And Peter said, I'll do it. Then, where is it, when they come to the garden, and they're looking, Judas is with them, and they're looking for Jesus, and he said, I am he, and they all fell back. You remember that? Just by his saying, I am he, how many times, I'll bet you I've, I've, more times than I can count, I've heard messages on those, I am he. I am is one of the most powerful things in the Bible. I am identifies our God. I am identifies who Jesus is. I, you know, it goes on and on. And when he said that, the power of that knocked these guys over. They were, <laughs> they were still so hardened that they didn't, didn't occur to them what was really going on. And what did Peter do? You remember? He drew his sword and he, I told you I was going to help. And he drew his sword and he just took off there and he cut off Malchus's ear. Remember that? And Jesus said, whoa, that's enough. And he reached up and he healed Malchus. You're getting in the road here, Peter. Now, just think about this. I've tried to relate to Peter. And I've seen him do, I've seen Jesus do all this stuff. And I'm trying to help. And I want to be sincere. And I want to be 
those things that God wants me to be. And I try to help, and what do I get? No, I get that I want you to do that. You offend me. I don't want and, and then here they come to take him, and I try to defend him. And what do I get? No, stop. Remember what Peter did in my vernacular? I'm done. That's enough. You don't want him, you don't want my help, you don't need me, I'm done, I'm out of here. And he goes over and he said, hey, do you know Jesus? He, no, I don't know him. And if you will look, in our Bible, it says he even cursed. He regressed to such a point, and he was feeling sorry for himself because he got his feelings hurt. Think about it. You ever done it? I have. I've got to thinking that. Why should I do this? What am I doing this for? I try in all sincerity to do things right, and I'm misunderstood. So I'm going to go and hang my head in the corner and be of no use like Peter was. What did Peter do? Remember? I go fishing. He said, man, I've had it. I'm going fishing. I'm done. And he not only went fishing, he went fishing naked. Look it up. It's in there. Man alive. And here comes Jesus walking down the shore. And he says, have you caught anything, children? And they said, who's that? And they've been walking with him for three years. They've been doing everything together. They ate with him. They slept with him. They did everything together. And then they said, who's that? And because of their unbelief, for about that long, they didn't know who that was. And who was it? Wasn't it John? He said, I believe that's the Lord. And Peter said, I know that's the Lord. And the first thing he did is got dressed. Then he went and met him. You know what Jesus did? And this is what Pastor helped me with the other day. You know what Jesus did? He said, now, now you understand. When God has something for you, when God has something for you to do, when he wants you to support somebody that is in the ministry and doing the things of the ministry, then support them. Let God do it and quit trying to help him out. He doesn't need your help. That's what got me. God has given me the privilege to be here to allow me I, I don't know how else to put it, but it's like what Paul wrote in you know, it's the eternal word of God. And the chiefest of sinners. I don't know how else to say it. There's no better way to say it. And he's allowed me to serve and do that. And because Peter finally got out of the road, Jesus said, feed my sheep. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Do you love me more than these? What is it that you love more than Jesus Christ? Have you ever caught yourself in that situation where you're just so frustrated? You said, man, I, I, there's no use trying anymore. Seems like everything that I do is misunderstood. You know what that is? That's building character. Because then you've got to decide what you're going to do. You're going to quit or you're going to keep on. 
You're going to be insulted? Or you're going to learn and move on? You're going to go forward? Because there's no staying even. You're either going forward or backwards. That's it. So when you find yourself in a situation, being misunderstood, whatever. I was going to say lied about, but that, you know we don't need to go there. People will make stuff up. That... Anyway, I want you people, you folks, right here, right now to know that you are important. You're important to me, but you're more important to God than anything. God sent his son to die. In that moment that he took all the sins of the world, our sins, and if that isn't something that you ought to strive to be thankful for, then what is? That you ought to strive to do what he says, to have him use you, to get out of the way so that he can. And like Peter, upon this rock, he built the church. Upon the rock of that salvation, that gospel message. So how do you do that? How do you keep from having that offense, being offensive, being offended? How do you do that? Doesn't the Bible give us answers for everything? So where is that? I found it. It's in Psalms. First of all, in Psalms 51, remember what Psalms 51, 4 says. I think it's 4, yes. Remember when we offend and when we disobey and when we do that. Remember who we sin against. What David wrote there, against thee and thee only. We got to remember that when we do these sins, disobedience, do all those things. It's God who we're sinning against. It's God. It, it isn't getting mad at whoever. God is the one we're sinning against. Remember, against thee and thee only have I sinned. That's what's important. But I need you to look at the longest book in the Bible, Psalms 119. I'll find it here in a minute. Psalms 119. And in that, in that whole thing there, Psalms 119, go all the way back there where it says S-C-H-I-N. Now you're going to have to get pastor to tell you what that means, but that, it looks like shin to me, but I, you know, I don't know from nothing. It one, in, in Psalms 119, 161, and there's these eight verses there, nine verses, whatever's there, eight, that tells you how not to be offended. Listen to this. Princes have persecuted me without a cause, but my heart standeth in awe of thy word. I rejoice at thy word as one that findeth great spoil. I hate and abhor lying. But thy lie, but thy law do I love. Seven times a day do I praise thee because of thy righteous judgments. 165. Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing 
shall offend them. That's one of those things that I have outlined or have underlined in my Bible. If I get offended, I am not in the law like I should do. I haven't been reading my Bible like I should have. I haven't been praying like I should have. If you don't want offended, read your Bible. Make it personal. Do what God says. The Lord, I have hoped for thy salvation and done thy commandments. My soul hath kept thy testimonies, and I love them exceedingly. I have kept thy precepts and thy testimonies, for all my ways are before thee. That's the reason I read you that in 51. Against thee and thee only. All of our ways are before him. Remember who we're sinning against by these things. In closing, I want you to know one thing. You don't take anything else from this. If I have offended you in any way, ever, made you mad or did anything, I, I apologize for that. It wasn't intentional. I didn't do it on purpose. I really didn't. Sometimes we get to thinking about other things and we ignore the obvious, and I apologize for that. But we have a Savior that gives us this instructions. We have a pastor that preaches the Word of God. We have a congregation of people called out believers that care enough about you to pray for you, that come here on Wednesdays just so we can hear what to pray for, and we pray for each other. That's some important stuff, guys. That's some good stuff. And I hope that you're encouraged with that like I was, because I, don't ha I do not have to give offense, and I can be sincere without offense, because God says I can I ain't there yet. I guarantee you, I've, I, really, I really fail a lot. But when we become frustrated, remember, because of that, God is teaching us something. And if we're anything like Peter, God can use us. Peter was just a guy. He's a fisherman. And if, you're, if, if God can forgive me, he can forgive anybody. So please. Please remember who you're sinning against. And please remember that we care, but God cares more. Let's pray and we'll be dismissed. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for this time and thank you for the words. We ask, Father, that you would bless your word, that it would bless those that have heard it, that you would lift them and strengthen them and help them. And Lord, we're so thankful for your protection and your provision. Please go with us and help us to remember to go forward with sincerity and without offense. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.